0: Note that the content of this episode deals with some pretty violent stuff, and you may not want young children to hear.
1: Alvin was a very loved kid.
0: One of Tracy Cole's favorite memories is watching movies with her son Alvin.
1: I used to go up in this room and watch movies, lay up in his bed, and always fall asleep on the movie. And he was like, Mama... Get up, going your own bit, <laughs> but you know I can't have those movies nights with him no more.
0: In February, one month after his 17th birthday, Alvin Cole was shot and killed in the U.S. state of Wisconsin. The officer accused of killing him is Joseph Mensa of the Wauwatosa Police. Four years ago, Jay Anderson was shot and killed by Officer Joseph Mensa of the Wauwatosa Police. And five years ago, Antonio Gonzalez was shot and killed by Officer Joseph Mensa of the Wabatosa police. Now, Tracy Cole says this killing has to stop. My
1: family is not safe. People in the community is not safe. Because who knows, one day he could decide on killing somebody
0: else. I'm Malika Bilal, and this is The Take... There are so many stories of police violence in the United States. And as protests continue, we've been hearing many of those stories. But some of them have taken a little longer to rise to the surface. Like this story, the shooting of a 17-year-old boy, Alvin Cole. It wasn't a big story outside Wisconsin at first, but we wanted to tell it because... This isn't just the story of a boy and an officer. It's the story of a system. In most of the U.S. cases of police violence that have riled the nation, the officers have been white and the victims have been people of color. Officer Joseph Mensah is Black, but for Tracy Cole, that doesn't make a difference.
1: He's Black, but you also have Black races against each other. I didn't realize how racism was being going on in Milwaukee and Tulsa until I experienced it myself. Police department, the community, this cop, but he gets a pat on the shoulder. This man, he killed three people. I don't care what color you is. You killed three people within five years. Uh, you being a police officer.
0: Wauwatosa is the town where the shooting happened. It butts up against Milwaukee, and for all practical purposes, it's the fancy suburb. The average income in Wauwatosa is $100,000. More than half the population has a college degree or higher, and it's more than 85% white, just over 5% black. In the neighboring city of Milwaukee, less than half the population is white. Wawatosa also has a mall, the Mayfair Mall. And if you Google it, you'll see people asking questions like, is the Mayfair Mall safe? What also comes up is an article in Milwaukee Magazine from several years ago, answering that question, that statistically, it is safe. Even safer per capita than its competition, the quote, wider Southridge Mall which has three times more weapons crimes than Mayfair. Wawatosa also has its own police department. That's where Officer Joseph Mensa works. Good
1: afternoon. This past Sunday, February 2nd, 2020, our Wawatosa community experienced a tragic incident involving a police officer and a 17-year-old man.
0: That's Wawatosa Police Chief Barry Weber, Right before Alvin Cole was shot and killed, the Wawatosa police say they were responding to reports that someone at the Mayfair Mall had a gun. Somebody stated that somebody had a gun. It's unknown if anybody does have a gun, and the only description we have is a uh, black male. Black Sammy Pack. He's the only one we're looking for. the Black Pack. walking west of the parking Those are some of the radio calls released by the Wabatosa police, along with footage taken from the police car showing nighttime video of a police chase. — The police say Alvin Cole fired an initial shot. Then, Officer Mensa fired five shots. Stop, stop. Killing Cole. Alan Cole
2: was on his hands and knees.
0: That's Kimberly Motley, Cole's attorney. What actually happened is still under investigation. She says he did have a gun and was trying to get rid of it
2: and was shot at five times, two of those shots were to his back. And three of those shots, Alvin Cole was face down on the ground. It is a human rights issue. I'm known to be an international human rights attorney.
0: Kimberly Motley started her career working in Wisconsin's Public Defender's Office, defending people who couldn't afford to defend themselves. It was a hard job Motley's no stranger to hard jobs. I
2: first went to Afghanistan in 2008. It
0: was a program with the U.S. State Department. She liked Afghanistan, but she didn't really like what she was doing there.
2: A lot of people thought that we were sent there to tell them how to build their legal system and to tell them how they are supposed to be as lawyers, which to me was in direct contradiction to what we were supposed to be doing. Um, I didn't think that was an effective way for us as non-Afghans, as Americans, to go to any country and to tell people how they should run their legal system.
0: So Kimberly Motley started her own practice in Afghanistan.
2: And when I did that, I became the first and only foreigner to do that. So I took cases and still take cases there as an independent attorney. The Afghans were super gracious and willing to help, but I was getting so much hate from foreigners Mm. for working within the Afghan justice system, mostly from Americans. I think, frankly, it, it... it boiled down to straight up racism. People working within the US State Department that were working within the UN, they were purportedly sent to Afghanistan to help work within the legal system, but they were sort of trashing me to Afghan government officials, to each other within the embassy, never to my face, of course.
0: Something you should know about Motley, she's not the kind of person who lets that bother her. She had work she wanted to get done.
2: I also went to various prisons around the country and met thousands of people that were locked up, men, women, and children, that they all had horror stories. I had carte blanche access to prisons around the country. I would just show up and they would just let me in.
0: Motley became interested in the challenges women were facing.
2: It was very daunting to hear the stories.
0: Once inside, she needed some translation help. And that's how she met Irene, an English speaker from the Ivory Coast. Irene ended up being her first case.
2: And she was helping me to tell these ladies stories. And then after a while, I was like, wait a minute, what are you here for? And so that's when, you know, she told me her story. She was going there on a work visa for a foreign company. When she arrived in Afghanistan, um, she had her
0: daughter with her, her two-year-old daughter. She thought she was going to be a maid and was tricked. They took her passport and basically forced her to be
2: a drug mule. Oh, wow. She immediately was essentially in prison. And so she had gotten the maximum punishment, which was 20 years prison sentence. Oh, gosh. With no early release. So to be honest, I was like, well, I can't do any worse with her case because she got the maximum. So let me see if I can help her.
0: And she did. Motley got her out of Afghanistan and back home. And
2: what started in Afghanistan has now ballooned to where I represent people all over the world. I've I have clients on every continent except for Antarctica. Wow. So for over 12 years, while I've been working in Afghanistan, I've always taken cases in the U.S. And so the case that I have now, three people, three victims are from my hometown of Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: Now, Motley isn't just representing Alvin Cole. She's also representing Jay Anderson and Antonio Gonzalez, the two others shot and killed by Officer Mensah. In 2016, Jay Anderson was sleeping in his car. After rousing him, police claim Anderson lunged for a gun. Mensa shot him five times in the head and once in the shoulder. In 2015, Antonio Gonzalez was confronted while carrying a sword. He was shot and killed. Mensa fired his gun eight times. Both of those cases were officially deemed justified self-defense.
2: Now, what's important to note about Milwaukee is Milwaukee is the number one most segregated city in the U.S. Milwaukee has been deemed the worst place to raise a black child. Milwaukee incarcerates more black men than any other cities in the world. And so that's where I'm from.
0: Motley's father is black, born and raised in Louisiana, and her mother is Korean. They met while he was in the Air Force overseas.
2: My mother was actually born in North Korea and then was carried as a baby to South Korea.
0: And the racism she described in her hometown, it was also part of her everyday life growing up.
2: Where I would see the police be aggressive with my father, who was a former military man. I'd see the police be aggressive with my brothers. And so it always bothered me. And so I knew at some point that I wanted to sort of be part of the solution, whether it be by representing a case or cases, to try to really closely examine policing within the community. And to be honest, the way that I see Officer Joseph Mensah behave in Wauwatosa is very similar to how I've seen U.S. military soldiers behave in Afghanistan. When you are in a combat war zone, you look at people more as targets, and I feel like that's how Joseph Mensah has looked at these males as targets.
0: She says that culture has permeated from the Wauwatosa chief of police.
2: The leadership of Chief Barry Weber in particular, who is a chief of that department since the 1980s. The fact that he's given this man awards for killing people speaks volumes to how he devalues black and brown people also in the community of Wauwatosa. In August 2016, while Officer Joseph Mensa was being investigated for the Jay Anderson killing, he was given an award for killing Antonio Gonzalez two months prior. He was given a Medal of Valor. While he's currently under investigation for killing a second person,
0: Motley says they are looking to reopen the Jay Anderson case and the Antonio Gonzalez case.
2: We believe they weren't thoroughly investigated.
0: Like she did in Afghanistan, Motley is now bucking the system in Wisconsin and changing the way things are done.
2: When I was originally approached by the Cole family, I told them, you know, I would prefer to represent you guys, but be an independent investigator Mm. and to see what happened here and talk to witnesses, which is an unusual stance
0: to take. She says, from what she's seen, the families of these shooting victims aren't getting proper legal defense.
2: I haven't had one conversation with one family that has said, this civil attorney actually investigated this case for me. They've all said the civil attorney relied completely on the investigation of prosecution. I think because of my work in Afghanistan, representing a lot of women and children who are in very vulnerable, precarious situations, that has helped me to be a better attorney in terms of representing these families who are victims.
0: A few days after the February shooting of Alvin Cole, Police Chief Weber said he had reached out to Tracy, Alvin's mom.
1: Earlier today, I contacted the mother of the deceased, expressed sympathy to her, and informed her of the information that we're going to be talking about with you.
0: Tracy says she heard from the police, but they did not express sympathy. They didn't even confirm her son was killed. She found out about the shooting from the news and a text she got from a friend. She ended up taking it upon herself to go down to the medical examiner.
1: And I rang the doorbell. And I said, do you have a, a boy here by the name of Alvin Cole? He's 17 years old, and we described how he looked. Short haircut, brown, light-skinned, big, pretty lips. And then the lady said, Is you Miss Cole, Tracy Cole? And I said, Yes. And she said, Come on in. And I know that that was my baby.
0: She got her first offer of condolences from the police chief after weeks of sustained protests protesters say they are marching toward Mayfair Mall. They're currently After the police killing of George Floyd, an African-American man in Minneapolis, there was renewed interest in the Wauwatosa shootings. Protesters say their
1: goal is to get Wauwatosa residents to join them in the march and take a stand against police brutality and the inequalities African-Americans face in this community.
0: Even by some unlikely observers. Someone on Jay-Z's Rock Nation staff saw the story on Milwaukee's local news. I think it was on Fox
1: 6 Milwaukee, if I remember correctly.
0: That's Dania Diaz, the managing director of philanthropy for Jay-Z's Rock Nation. Mostly known for his music, songs like 99 Problems, Hard Knock Life, Jay-Z also addresses social justice. He has a new song... (laughs) Spiritual, where he raps about being a boy with his hands in the air, begging, don't shoot. His company also has a social justice arm called Team Rock. Team Rock is the social justice division of Rock Nation. And Team Rock recently put a full page ad, an open letter in the paper, the Milwaukee Sentinel. This is what it said.
1: Let us start off with a
0: simple question.
1: How many more people must die at the hands of Officer Joseph Mensa? Since joining the Wauwatosa Police Department in 2015, Mensa has shot and killed three men of color, Alvin Cole, Antonio Gonzalez, and Jay Anderson, with an excessive total of 19 fired shots. His actions demonstrate an utter disregard for the lives of these young people.
0: They, guys. too, are trying to bring attention to this case. And we asked why. It speaks to police culture.
1: It doesn't matter what color you are. It, it speaks to something that is fundamentally wrong with what's happening in the system of law enforcement and policing. You know, as a, as a country, we're, we're pretty fed up with, with the violence. It's got to change.
0: Officer Joseph Mensah has also been fighting back. His brother, Christopher Mensa set up a GoFundMe page for him.
1: He had the audacity to have a GoFundMe page, and he raised over 40-some already.
0: Now, it's over $50,000. Tracy Cole, Alvin Cole's mother, says their own GoFundMe page has been up for a while, but they've only raised a fraction of that, just over 4000
1: You know, this is, this is, this is crazy. You know, what about my life?
0: What about my kids' life? She's also gotten threats online and a courtesy call from the Wauwatosa police before attending one of the protests.
1: Tell me not to come, basically. When I was growing up, my mom used to tell me about when they used to protest. Back then, they used to spray us with water and stick the dogs on us but instead of them now sticking dogs on us they still sticking cops on us
0: Do you still plan to go out and protest?
1: Oh yeah Nothing's gonna stop me protesting speaking my words praying for justice to be served People said Alvin wasn't an angel but he was my angel at the end of the day
0: The pressure seemed to have some effect. Chief Weber reached out.
1: He had us to come to Walla Tosa Police Department to sit down and talk to him with me and my lawyers and my my kids.
0: Your son was shot and killed in February, and you finally got those condolences.
1: I did. Basically, he gave me the weakest. I'm sorry for your loss, my deepest condolences. And I really feel that he was pressured to say it. I want it to come from the heart. I wanted to, to let me know that you do have a heart.
0: The investigation is ongoing and this story isn't done. There's been talk at the Wawatosa Police Department about reform and change for years. Police in the United States have been wearing body cameras to hold them accountable when incidents occur. Weber just started talking about buying body cameras for his department in the past few weeks. They're also talking about more oversight, more training. And some Wauwatosa citizens have come up with a wish list of their own. They want to be able to report police behavior if things go wrong. They want access to data about police complaints. They want information on the race of citizens being stopped and arrested. They want the police to focus on de-escalation. They want accountability for the police. Like we said, Officer Joseph Mensah has been suspended. But he's still employed, and he's still being paid. That's not enough, they say. And that's what Tracy Cole says too. You took
1: three people's lives, one kid and two adults. Within five years. Five years you shot nineteen times. I don't want Joseph Mensah suspended. I want him to be fired. I want him to be charged. I want his life
0: to change just like my life changed. And that's The Take. This episode was produced by Amy Walters with Dina Kispe, Abigail Oniwo Hacha, Ney Alvarez, Priyanka Tilbe, Alexandra Locke, and me, Malika Bilal. This week, Steve Lack helped with sound design. Alex Rodan is our sound designer. Natalia Dana is our engagement producer. Stacey Samuel is the take's executive producer. And Graylin Brashear is Al Jazeera's head of audio. If you want to share your thoughts on this episode or other episodes or have a suggestion for a future show, let us know. We're on Instagram and Twitter at AJTheTake. Looking forward to hearing from you. We'll be back.